With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. At Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tea time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. He needs to feel comfortable. He needs to feel comfortable that he's strong enough. He's, uh, he can move the way he needs to move to, to cover and rush and all those things. Uh, I, I don't... I don't think it's something I need to see I, because I've been around him long enough. I know when he's, he's good and when he's not. And, and I, we have a good relationship where I can trust him to tell me, if, if, hey, I can go or I can't. Do you guys think it's weird that Mike and Adam Zimmer sound totally oh. different? Really? I see the, I hear the same cadence. They have, they have definitely the same cadence. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way they talk. But yes, it is. Yeah, I think, it is funny. I think there's also a very different confidence between the two. My favorite is still Belichick. Oh, and his kid. That's terrible. Steve, right? Yeah, Steve's his kid. Literally yeah. terrifying. That's my favorite thing. And Steve has a mullet, or at least he had a mullet when we grabbed that clip. And we don't have it right now because we're sitting here uh, remotely doing the show. I'm down in Phoenix hanging out with my dad leading up to week one. Uh, but it doesn't stop us from convening here on this daily Vikings entertainment platform we call Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolged. Executive producer Declan Goff, easy for me to say. And thank you to those of you guys who are watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel on a TCL TV. It is um, a white hot company that provides some of the best entertainment on the market. And you can find an award winning lineup of new TVs at any major local retailer. Stunning resolution. The most entertainment, affordable cost, enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And we are debuting during the season here every week. We So I should put an asterisk on this. It says, never, ever take gambling advice from us. You will lose money. But we are interested in props. We're interested in the way that uh, the sports betting world has kind of exploded the last few years. And uh, maybe at some point in Minnesota, it will become fully operational. But um, we're going to call this the Purple Props edition every week of Purple Daily, where we dive into some of the more interesting prop bets and over-unders and things of interest heading into each week. And for this week, we actually have some season-long ones to get into, courtesy of 
Bovada and other sports books. But I'm just going to throw some of these things out there and let's kick them around, have fun with them. And uh, listen, if you want to take our advice and thoughts and run to the betting window, we are not responsible in any way, shape or form. <laughs> just want to make that clear. Uh, so, boys, according to Bovada, I'm sorry, uh, this is from Bet Online. Bet Online. The Vikings have the 17th best odds to win the Super Bowl. 17 out of 32. They're 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Does that seem right to you? Should the Vikings be 17th in the order of teams that are most likely to win the Super Bowl? If they play the Super Bowl 40 times, do the Vikings win it once? I think it's probably about right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you put together the whole stew with the, the Vikings history, their current team, which I actually like, but I don't like, and the head coach does not like its depth, the unknowns on Kirk Cousins, Irv Smith Jr. being out, and, and of course all teams have or will lose guys, I think 17th is very fair. I, I, I'd i put him between, if you ask me to ballpark it, I'd put him between 15 and 20. So I, I think really? that's a very fair. Yeah, I think that's a very fair I place. Think this is tough because I see 17th and I think, oh, that, that means that they're not a playoff team. I think they're, well... Yeah, because there's 14 teams making the playoffs. So it means they're not, they're like, you know, the third team in line. If this was bracketology, they're uh, one of the last three out or whatever. Yeah. But if you take into account, all right, let's say they're more of a favorite, because I can keep going here. Like, um, to win the conference, they are sixth out of 16 NFC teams in line. So they actually have better odds relative right. to the rest of the league there. Um, I think the AFC is also more stacked and has more teams that you might pick to win the Super Bowl. But if you factor in the Vikings in the playoffs and just the entire history, which I don't know if Bet Online is factoring in what happened, you know, they're not factoring in Blair Walsh missing a 27 yarder in their odds here. But from our standpoint, it's hard to envision the Vikings winning a Super Bowl because it's never happened before. So from that perspective, they should be 32nd. <laughs> Out of 32, I guess. If you ask me, uh, you know, what their odds are to make the playoffs, I think they're actually pretty good. But if you're going to take them through to a Super Bowl, something that uh, a lot of people on this planet have never seen them participate in that game, much less win it, I think 17th, it's a fair ballpark place for them to be. Yeah, I'm not uncomfortable with that. Dex, what do you think about 17th in terms of winning the Super Bowl? 40 40 to 1. Yeah, that sounds about right, to be honest. Um, Just the way that their season ended last year. And even though they were a decent team in 2019 and they were one of the final four NFC teams, things were weird in 2020. I wonder what these odds were to maybe like right after the draft. I bet maybe the Vikings could have been even like 13th or 14th. And I wonder even if with their wonky training camp and their vaccination rate and all these just off the, off the field antics, if that's dropped a little bit, but in general to go back to that original point, I, I don't think they would have been higher than like 14th or 13th. So I think 16th, 17th, that does sound about fair. does sound about right. By the way, they are even money to make the playoffs, according to okay. Bet Online. Okay, division props here. So the most likely finish in the division ranked in order by odds. They are most likely to finish second. They are second most likely to finish first. Third most likely to finish third, and then the least likely outcome is last in the NFC North. Yep. That's exactly right. The Packers are back-to-back 13-3 and three, uh, te- uh, teams. They've gone 13-3 and three the past two years. 
Aaron Rodgers, who we thought might not be back, is coming back. It's very hard to knock Green Bay off that mountaintop uh, with what they've done. So I think the Vikings will make the playoffs. I think they'll be a wild card, but I think they will probably finish in second place. So again, I think, you know, that's the thing is these odds are really grounded in a pretty good foundation. So I would say if you came to me and said, Vikings are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to finish in second and go in as a wild card. Mm -hmm. I'd say that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Even if like for me, and I'm excited to do these prop bets like and other betting stuff over the over the season and, and whatnot. But I, I like to literally gamble. I like the high payout. I like to, I like to put my money on something that has a higher payout and less likely chance of happening. So like if I'm a Detroit Lions fan and I know that I'm going to be picking fourth, I'd be putting money that I'm not going to pick fourth because I'm going to get probably a good payout. Right. So that that's so you're in, so you're in on Dan Campbell is what you're saying. I, I'm in on Man Campbell, not man just Campbell for our, to win Super Bowl. Man Campbell, that's for the content of our show too, by the way. But uh, but yes, I I would be wanting to do that. But to the Vikings' <laughs> credit, they probably should be second. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I think um I think the Packers is as as much as we all sort of hoped and laughed and I mean, their whole situation the entire offseason was hilarious. It was great fodder. It looked for a minute like there was zero chance Rodgers was going to play a snap for the Packers. But now that he's back and now that things have been mostly quiet and they're now they're including him in their personnel discussions. I mean, how awkward is that, by the way? Poor Brian Gutekunst. I mean, this guy has botched the whole thing, so I don't feel super bad for him. Just be a better communicator from the get go. But Aaron Rodgers is so ridiculously high maintenance and he wants to be in the room and he wants to demand that they bring Randall Cobb in, who's been washed up for three years like. All right, Aaron, we're going to bring you in here. We're, we're cutting down the training camp roster. What do you think of the backup right guard? Is he one of your friends? We just want to make sure. You know, hey, it's like, hey, he's, he's the best they got, man. He's the best they got. And and so all of that stuff in the offseason is is now behind them. I still think it's weird. And I think if they lose a couple, they have a tough schedule. If they lose a couple games, I could see things getting wobbly. But to Judd's point, the Packers have to show that they're no longer the top of this division. Yes. You know, like Aaron Rodgers is still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That dude threw for 48 touchdown passes last year. So I'm, I'm, I think the Vikings being most likely to finish second makes sense. Uh, MVP odds. Kirk Cousins is 66 to 1. Okay. Dalvin Cook is 100 to 1. Yep. Do you think Kirk Cousins is more likely to win the MVP than Dalvin Cook? It is a quarterback award, so yes, of course. Pe- he but Peter, but Peterson won it back in. I know, but Peterson I isn't he the last, last non-quarterback running? to he win? He is. It? He is, and, and so so. Do I think if this award was done in the correct manner, do I think this is right? Absolutely not. Uh, but when this has become, and this sort of drives me crazy, when this has become an award that only goes to one position, I think that's very fair. I think that's exactly right. See, all right, I get, I, I hear it, and I don't and by agree the way, with it, but that's how it works. Well, I actually do agree with it. I think qu- quarterbacks are very clearly the most valuable players. It's not an award, then. There should almost be like the best quarterback. Yeah, and then it's like like award. like Major League Baseball's got the like can a pitcher win the MVP? Yes, but they've got the Cy Young Award for pitchers, and then they've got the MVP award usually for right. the rest of the league. Um, so I. I actually think if the Vikings, let's say the Vikings win like 13 games and um, MVP is only regular season, but if they if they make a big run or something to the Super Bowl, sure. yes, Kirk will have had a big season, 
I think Dalvin will have run for like 2,000 yards and will have caught 50-plus passes and will be regarded as the best running back and weapon in the NFL. So I, I actually think if, if the season goes as well as it can, I think Dalvin is more likely to get MVP steam than Kirk. What do you think, Declan? Yeah, I, I also think Dalvin would be someone, if, it, if he's like the 2,000 yards and he's their offense, because like, I go back to the Rams in 2018, right? Like, yeah, Jared Goff was pretty damn good and McVay unlocked him, but that offense was ran through Todd Gurley, and Gurley was really the MVP and the heart and soul of that team. Now, if Kirk takes things over and, and all of a sudden he's, he's, he's rising up to a new level, maybe, but I actually think if everything hits where it's supposed to be, I actually would put money that Dalvin Cook would get more MVP votes than Kirk Cousins because the offense is going to run through him. And I kind of look at that similar situation as the Rams from 2018 as a comparable to this 2021 Vikings team. I don't think the Vikings, um, I don't think that the Vikings can put together the type of season that would get them an MVP unless Kirk plays like the MVP. I think the Peterson thing, one was now what? Eight years ago, nine years back, 2012-ish or so. Um, I think that you would need Kirk Cousins to play like Rodgers did, in which case he would actually put himself in that. And if it and if the offense ran entirely now through Dalvin and Kirk was just, you know, he's good but not great, I don't think that that the Vikings can achieve the success that they would need to to have the MVP, if that makes sense. Let me let me ask one more question about this, because I I do think this is interesting, and Kirk is a big stat stuffer quarterback. He puts up a lot of numbers. He put four thousand yards and you know, whatever, thirty five touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. How far fetched is it that Kirk Cousins could could get legitimate MVP steam if the Vikings are a playoff team this year? It's not far fetched because I don't think it's far fetched. Well, he got it. Um, was that two years ago? He got some. He got some steam. There, there was a brief period. I think it was after. If I I want to say he was not that great in September, yeah. um, and then he came back. Was it the next month? And, and he was. Yeah, 2019. But there was a month in 2019 when I'm pretty sure he was the NFC Offensive Player of the Month. Kirktober, baby. Yeah, and we were, and we we had conversations about is he putting together an MVP season? So yeah, it's not. No matter what our biases are or what we think of Kirk, Kirk Cousins could put together that type of year. I'm just saying, I think if the Vikings offense goes through Dalvin almost exclusively, that that the Vikings aren't going to achieve enough success. To have the MVP, yeah, I think I'm the Peterson try- thing is gone. I think that's a, I think that's sort of a bygone era a little bit of how that worked. I'm trying to find if if I can find like MVP votes. So uh, here's here's a fun question: How many times in Kirk's career has he been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Month? I'll go. I'll go three. I'll go four. It's three. Yeah, yeah, Declan yeah uh, only once with the Vikings, October of 2019, and yeah, then. Fair. Twice with Washington, November 2016 and December of 2015. And they still let him go. Crazy. Uh, Judd, how will you be celebrating Kirktober responsibly this year? Oh, let's see here. What would I, I? I wish I had a prop. Oh, thank you very much. I do. I'll be celebrating Kirktober and every other Kirk month with my favorite beer, Surly Furious. In fact, I like Surly so much that you know what? Right now, I'm just going to make a wall of Surly here and talk about it. That's right. I'm going to do nothing but stack up my Surly cans because it's so good. Because you crack open a Surly, a, a Surly Furious, and you enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Get surly. 
That's what we called the wizard staff in college, Judd, when you uh, start taping the beer cans together. It's a little wizard staff of uh, Surly Furious is there. I like that plan. What's more attractive, seeing me or just seeing the my Furious? Surly Furious? The Furious. Nice. Don't disagree. We should do, you know, I got an innovative idea I don't for content purposes. We should do a beer snake. What do you guys think? Has anyone like ever tried that, that before? We should do a beer snake. Yeah. See what happens. I'll, I'll, where, I'll start like on the where? left side here. Then Phil go in the middle. And it'll be the largest largest YouTube beer snake that we've there ever, it is. That has ever been done. In the history like of YouTube. That. Yep. Like um, hey, also this season, the Minnesota Lottery has unveiled a couple of Vikings scratch-off games. So uh, the $5 Viking scratch game can win you up to $100,000. Comes in a cool holographic design as well. So you can just have a cool thing, even if you don't win. Uh, the $2 Skull game wins you up to $15,000 in great second chance prizes like Vikings tickets and merchandise. Say, I'm in to Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota Lottery. Must be 18 or over to play. Uh, back to Purple Props here. Comeback Player of the Year, Daniil Hunter, is at 33-1. to 1. I actually don't have the rest of the list. I don't know. I would assume there are other players above him because 33-1 to 1 isn't you know, that great of odds. I wish I had the full list because I'd like to know who is more likely to come back from not playing last year. Like who's more likely to yeah, be, a, be amazing after doing nothing last year. Probably the, Daniel Hunter. The one and two are Dak Prescott. Actually, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow second. So Joe Burrow does Dak Prescott averaged 400 yards a game before he got hurt last year. I guess because he only played five games. He's eligible yep. on that list. All right. And then the rounding out the top five, Christian McCaffrey, third, Nick Bosa, defensive end, fourth, Saquon Barkley for the Giants, fifth. Okay. Well, Daniil Hunter didn't didn't play in one game last year. So I think that that's um, I, I think that the names on the list are fair. I think the odds are off. If Daniel Hunter comes back and has a big year, that's super impressive. There's Sorry. another Vikings player who has better odds to win NFL Comeback Player of the Year award. Do you know who it is? Better odds mm-hmm. than Daniel? Pat, this, is it Patrick, Patrick Peterson? No, this because he was because he was bad. Shocks me. Anthony Hold on a Barr. Anthony Barr. Oh, because he played in two games. That's ridiculous. No, no linebackers get like, especially like of his character, like characteristics. I don't see how he would ever win. Comeback player of the year. That is interesting. Yeah. Daniel Hunter uh, was on a Hall of Fame track. He got hurt, had a neck injury, had surgery, and missed the entire season. And Anthony Barr, who played in the first two games, is above him. That is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Those are flawed. All right. Here's another one for you guys. Good job, Doug. Offensive rookie of the year. Kellen Mond is 66 to 1. (laughs) What would have to happen? This would have to be, it'd have to be an injury, probably, right? There's no way. No way that Kellen Mond gets into a game early, anyways, unless there's an injury, and he'd have to probably play at least at least eight to ten games to even qualify for this, because other guys are going to play. There's going to be, you know, a running back that gets a thousand yards or a receiver, right? Yep. Sixty-six to one. So it's a long shot, but he's on the list at sixty-six to one for offensive rookie of the year. Who else is on the list? Do you have in front of you? Again, I, like some of this list is oh, just the Vikings up. odds that okay. I got sent here. Okay, um, no, I, I, mean, I, I can find it. I'll, let me find it. It's not going to happen, but this is another one where I want I want these awards to have quarterback awards and then the rest of the players <laughs> because the fact that Justin Jefferson basically didn't have a chance against Herbert last year was ridiculous to me, and I understand Justin Herbert played; he was very impressive. But are you telling me that Justin Jefferson didn't deserve 
recognition for what he did as a rookie. Hmm. So I want I want these awards severed away from quarterbacks. That's what I want. So this is, a, and I believe this is an NFL award. It's not like the monthly awards where it's by conference. So Trevor Lawrence, obviously number one. Yep. Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. So five quarterbacks off the top. Najee Harris, who is a running back for the Steelers that everyone's projecting to just be a thousand yards out of the gate. Yep. Kyle Pitts. My guy. Yeah. Javante Williams, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith. I mean, it's a who's who of the guys who are drafted in the first and second rounds here. Um, and Rashad Bateman, but Rashad Bateman just had surgery, right? He yes. just had like hip surgery, so yes, he's gonna be out. He's on here too, so he's no, so Mond is nowhere near the top. But I just find it. I'm just trying to think of like the, if and Kirk, knock on wood, Kirk doesn't get hurt. Kirk is one of the most durable quarterbacks in the NFL, which is definitely something to, I think, put a feather in his cap for. Mm-hmm. But if he goes down in week three, that's the only way that Kellen Mond would have a shot. Well, and I, I think the question, I think the question too is if Kirk goes down for an extended period because of injury and or COVID, when would Mond start? Would, yeah. would they throw Mond in there? Would they play Mannion for a while and then play Mond? I, yeah, I mean Mond's going to be. I really will until I see something that indicates otherwise. Will believe that Kellen Mond, the the Vikings' intention is to at least redshirt him for 2021, Yeah, which I'm, I'm fine with. Let's go rapid fire through some of the key skill slash offensive players here and some of the over-under numbers. Dalvin Cook, total rushing yards, 1399 is the over-under. Over-under. There's an extra game. Over. Yep. I'm with over. Dex. Over. If, he's, if he's healthy, it's way over, I yeah. think. Yep. Safe. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 29 and a half touchdown passes. Under. Hmm. He had 35 last year. Under. It should be. It should be over. If it's not, something's gone wrong. I think is, it should be over as well. Which is the head coach might have just put his foot down. Uh, I think when you have Thielen, Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, who you can throw the ball to, and a tight end, uh, Conklin will catch a couple. I think it should be over. Rockland. Stop. Adam Thielen, 995 receiving yards. Over, but... Not by much. He was more of, a, putting, more of a touchdowns guy than a yards guy. What are we year. putting Jefferson at? So Jefferson's over under is 1,275. Yeah, give me the over, baby. Over and Thielen under. It should be that over. way. So I actually think I think Jefferson's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I think teams clamp down on him a little more. I think he will be the focal point, whereas he wasn't necessarily for most of last season. So I'm going to go slightly under for Jefferson, and I think Thielen, if he stays healthy, benefits. And goes yeah, over quite a possibly, thousand. quite possibly. Um, oh, sadly, they still have Irv Smith Jr. on this list. Um, Daniel, wow, Daniel Hunter. This this is a weird line. Eleven is his sack over under. Coming back from, well, I think it's over, but I get the line sure. because he had fourteen and a half in two thousand eighteen and nineteen each, and he's coming off a year off. So the total actually that they set makes sense. I think he exceeds it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's so easy to sit here and be like, oh, over, 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 but that's never how it works. But this should be over. 11 sacks, unless he gets hurt or something, he should definitely be racking up 11 sacks. So sure. um, so those are your season over-unders and odds and props for the 2021 Minnesota Vikings. Um, thank you also to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company for 
keeping the lights on here on Purple Daily, on Score North, Mackie and Judd, and for helping business owners keep the lights on during a pandemic stretch of like 18 months here. So they have had all kinds of um, just different updates to risk management tools and resources and manuals and things that they've helped businesses with. So find out how they can help your business protect against risks and threats at federatedinsurance.com. Remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, any final thoughts from you guys? Because I believe this will be the last episode we do until Ventline. Oh God, I can't wait. I should mention, what uh, what's the email address people should uh, hit us up at if you want to participate live after the game on Ventline? VikingsVentline at gmail.com for our visual audience go. that's so you can scroll across the bottom of the screen. VikingsVentline at gmail.com. I, actually, believe it or not, I already have had three or four people reach out wanting to get in queue. So this is uh, when everyone always wonders what's the guy on the left doing. This is where I make most of my money is the (laughs) ninety-minute Ventline special of 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 the Kermit the Frog gif of him typing like a crazy person. That is me for Ventline. So that that is where I get my worth out on Sundays. It really is. You know, I obviously we're gonna we're gonna pat ourselves on the back and self-promote and whatnot. But like, it legitimately is the most fun, interactive, and we think the best Vikings post-game show out there. I know there's some radio products out there um but this is this is the real deal it's definitely the most watched and listened to thing that we do on purple daily so if you haven't checked it out please join us right after the vikings game this sunday against the bengals i think you guys will have fun so all right it's a wrap all right we're done purple daily i gotta get back to work See you guys presented later. by surly <laughs> judd stacking the cans all right Bye, it's uh, it's time the off season's over let's yes. do it